150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 22. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, uh, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. From January to October, I count down from 50 to 31. Twice a month, I do a podcast on those episodes and are on those countries and through the month of November, which I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month around 10 years ago, I count down from 30 to number one. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Yesterday was episode 23. Today is episode 22. Tomorrow will be episode 21. On to the end of the month when we get to number one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they endure in that particular country. And no spoilers, uh, you probably already know it hasn't changed in like 10 years, but we'll, we'll leave that as a teaser for the end of the month. So all of that being said, it is Tuesday, November 9th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from Morningstar News. Authorities in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, have questioned a pastoral couple and 11 congregation members in the criminal prosecution of a church facing wild accusations of starting a COVID-19 outbreak, sources said. Police in Govap District questioned the Reverend Bozuan Lone and her husband, the Reverend Phuong Van Tan of Revival Ecclesia Mission Church at the Police Investigation Bureau on October 14th, after 11 REM members had been interrogated, according to multiple sources. Authorities also intended to quote-unquote interview two congregation children ages 11 and 13, but strong objections to the questioning had at least delayed it, a source said. In what Christian leaders believe was an effort to defame evangelicals when COVID-19 infections were traced to the church in May, REM leaders were widely chastised and shamed in government-controlled media as authorities began prosecuting the church under the Vietnam Criminal Code Article 240 against, quote, spreading a dangerous contagious disease to cause harm, unquote. Neither the government nor the REM leaders have commented at length on last month's interrogations, but on October 20th, attorney Dong Ding Mon made arguments in a brief to the investigation office petitioning for the dismissal, dismissal of all charges. Two of the three subpoints of Article 240 indicate that intent to spread a contagious disease must be shown for violation of the law, according to the brief obtained by Morningstar News. Suffering from COVID-19 themselves when the government revealed plans to prosecute, church members contended there was no logic in singling them out as they were victims of the outbreak along with hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of others. Article 240's third subpoint makes it a crime to disobey quarantine rules and disease reporting requirements. The church leaders and members maintain they were scrupulously keeping the COVID-19 rules all the time. 
So again, let's leave out the whole issue of the female pastor. We'll we'll overlook that for right now. That's another episode of the Master's Dog that we won't get into. But the reality is, is this church has somehow been singled out. And again, it is because they are a church, um, likely because they are preaching a gospel that is not or uh, not accepted by the government and so on. And they saw an easy way to uh, to defame and shame those leaders, uh, as I said earlier, um, by accusing them of this. And so uh, Vietnam is coming up in our world watch list today. We're looking at, at Laos and we're getting close. I believe Vietnam is number 19 or 20 on Open Doors USA's world watch list coming up. Uh, ranked 19, so just a few days away, and we'll be taking a look at this this country. So, but we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters there in Vietnam. This is a common form because of the communist government and so on to uh, persecute Christians there in Vietnam is through the government and through regulations, monitoring, um, and things like that prohibiting from from proselytizing, prohibiting from sharing the gospel, prohibiting them from having Christian materials like Bibles and things like that. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Vietnam as they are, are going through this, this difficult time of uh, um, prosecution and persecution by the government. Um, and we could also pray that they uh, recognize what the Bible says about male and female pastors. But like I said, that's another... Uh, that's a whole nother episode of another podcast altogether. And that brings us to our world watch list country for today. Number 22, Laos. So a few facts about Laos. The region is Asia. Persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression. The main religion there is Buddhism. The persecution level is very high. Population of Laos is 7,165,000, of which about 199,000 are Christians, so roughly 20%-ish or so. Uh, government is a communist state. Uh, leader is President Boonhang Vorashit. I won't try to pronounce that name again. So what does persecution look like for those in Laos? What is life like for Christians? Christian activities are heavily monitored by the communist authorities, including those of registered churches. Especially in rural areas, house churches are forced to meet underground as they are considered illegal gatherings. Life is especially difficult for converts to the Christian faith who are at risk of persecution from their families and local authorities. This can involve damage to property, confiscation of possessions, and issuing of fines. Opposition is heightened when a convert's family or the local authorities stir up the local community against them, sometimes through local village meetings or by seeking the support of local religious leaders. Laos has dropped two places to number 22 on the 2021 World Watch List. This shows a marginal reduction in opposition to Christianity, reflected in the fact that government started a training program on, feeding, on freedom of religion and belief for local authorities. If this will lead to improvements at the grassroots, le grassroots level remains to be seen. Regardless, it will not change family and community opposition against converts. So Laos remains an enormously challenging country in which to follow Jesus. Who is the most vulnerable? Provinces in the north where the Hmong minority is concentrated. And Kahamani, Fongsali, and Savaniket 
I hope I pronounced those right, in the South, have traditionally been difficult places for Christians to live. The local authorities in these areas still seem intent on removing any Christian witness. So, ways we can pray for our friends and our brothers and sisters in Laos. Give thanks for the growth of the church in Laos. Pray that God will continue to use his people to bring more knowledge of Jesus' love. Preach the gospel. Pray that believers under pressure to under pressure to recant their faith will have strength to stand firm and pray for families and churches left without the supportive leadership of a husband and her leader. Pray that all their needs will be met and that it would be an opportunity for others to grow and thrive. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for the time we have to come and lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We thank you for the social media platform that we, we still have the freedom to use um, to come together across vast distances and across the span of time. Lord, as many people will watch this later today, tomorrow, next week, um, downloading the podcast um, later and still joining their voices with us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we, we lift up our, our brothers and sisters in Vietnam in this area, Lord, where uh, the government is, is prosecuting the church with uh, literally a trumped-up charge of, of spreading uh, a COVID-19, spreading the virus intentionally with intent to harm. Lord, we pray that you would be with these people, give wisdom to the, the lawyer that is representing them, Lord, and that you would turn the hearts of the government away from this intent to, to prosecute them criminally uh, for what is obviously not a criminal charge and that they're being targeted likely because they are a Christian church. Lord, we pray that you would be uh, present in this, this time and that you would be glorified in this Lord, that people would see that they are still willing to stand firm in their faith, make proclamations of the gospel um, and see you draw people to a place of repentance and faith in you, Lord. And we pray for our brothers and sisters in Laos. We do praise you that the church there seems to be growing. We pray that as it does, that you will raise up mature leaders who can disciple and walk along with other members of these churches uh, to learn more about you and to have a, a solid grasp of what is the gospel in these areas. Lord, we pray that, that those who are under pressure by their families or communities to recant their faith, that they would be willing to stand firm and even be more bold in their, their proclamation of the gospel, Lord, that they would preach the gospel to their friends and families and those in their communities, and that you would use that to draw them to you as well, Lord. And we pray for the families in these churches that are left without support, where the husbands or leaders have been arrested removed for whatever reason, Lord, we pray that you would provide for them, that you would provide leadership. These families that are without uh, a father or husband in the home, Lord, we pray that you would provide for them through the local bodies and that in all this again, Lord, that you would draw people to yourself, that people would see the the visible witness and also hear the pro proclaimed gospel from the people in these areas and that they would, you would use that by your spirit to draw them to repentance and faith in you, Lord. And in all of this, that you would receive the glory for it is in, it is for your glory and in your name that we pray Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again for being part of this. If you haven't already, if you're on the evangelical norm, uh, page hit the hit the subscribe button hit the notification button you can get all the content that i release here i've got a couple more podcasts going to be coming out today um 
share and like the video that makes the algorithm send it out to to more people who would be interested in seeing and participating as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world invite anybody that you know that is willing to do that take 10 to 15 minutes a day to either watch a video or download a podcast and listen to it and pray with us they can do that at the fifth seal page on facebook or download the podcast anywhere, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcasts, you can do that there. So again, thank you guys for taking the time and being willing to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. <coughs> They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.